The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Frazier, are you actually so desperate that you're trying to impress these people by having Roz pretend to be some sort of trophy girlfriend? Why? In order to win the approval of a group of virtual strangers? I know it sounds foolish now. No, no, it's not foolish. I think it's all about the feelings of inferiority you've been carrying with you since high school. You're a successful man. You have an opportunity for real growth here. Not by trying to impress these people, but by realizing that they don't matter anymore. And of course, that's from Frasier. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and this is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And think about who in your life have you tried to impress over the years. I can remember back to junior high school when I felt inadequate, insecure. And I can remember taking out a calendar and writing down what I would wear every day of that month. And partly, I just love to dress up, but partly, I needed to impress. And I needed to learn that I didn't need to impress. And of course, I've come a long way since then. But I also observed that when I was dating, experiencing what it was like to go to the door and see a guy who was who wanted to obviously impress me, and it didn't impress me. They might have been dressed with patent leather shoes and their hair slicked back, and it wasn't even their clothes. It was There was something in their mannerism where I could feel that insecurity. And I know when my husband came to the door, we obviously weren't married, he was so different. He was relaxed. He felt at home with himself. He wasn't trying to impress. He wore dungarees. He used a a coupon to bring me out that night, two for the two, uh, dinner for two for the price of one, and so he obviously wasn't trying to impress me, and that impressed me. I just felt so at home with him, so relaxed with him, and uh, you want to figure out who do you feel relaxed with in your life, and who makes you feel insecure. Who are you trying to impress? And maybe you don't need to impress them. Maybe you can challenge that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Base of happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. You can call me with any questions you have toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER, toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And now let's go to the phones and speak with Rebecca. Rebecca, you have a question on um, how to choose between two boyfriends. Yeah, I guess none of them are my boyfriend right now. I broke up with one, and I did break up with the other one uh, like a while back, and now both of them want a chance right now and I'm single and I have no idea who to choose because I care about them both so much but I don't know who I'd give a chance to. What caused you to break up with the one that you broke up with a while back? In a sentence, what made you break up with him? I guess he never wanted to settle down and get married. And the other one? We've been together for like eight years um, and like I was getting impatient and the other one I broke up with him because he was a little too wild and would definitely get married like on the side of a road or, you know, randomly at an Elvis church. And okay. they were just complete opposites. Yeah. It sounds like you need to know yourself better because it's not just boyfriend one or boyfriend two. There are other men out there that might be even better suited for you. So that's why I asked, why did you break up with them? Because there are things that you can love about individuals, but part of the excitement and joy and thrill and anxiety of dating is learning about one another and more fundamentally, learning about what you're looking for in a partner. So... 
How old are you now? Are you ready to get married? Is that what's changed? Or Yeah, I'm 25 right now, and I have been married before, and it only lasted like four years. Okay. And that's what I'm looking for, somebody to settle down with and um, that I can spend the rest of my life with. So who broke that off? The last person that I was with, they they didn't want to actually have a ceremony. And when it came time to do it, they backed out. They got scared, and they didn't want to do it. Okay, but you said you were married before. Yes. And did the, did he leave you, or did you leave him? I left him because he didn't want to go with the marriage ceremony. Like, we got married oh. in secret. Okay, and then he backed out right beforehand? Uh, like three weeks before the the actual wedding was going to happen with all the ceremony and stuff. And he got cold feet. Yes. What do you know about yourself? Do you know what you're looking for in a partner? Yeah, I know that. I know that I want a partner that that can ride with me and that can just be as as wild as me and wants adventure, and yet wants a family as well. Okay. Uh, if I could meet somebody with all those qualities and not just one or two of those qualities, that would be amazing. Okay, so you may have to broaden your search a bit because one, you have someone who's wild and you have someone who's not wild. Uh, yeah. And you're wanting, it sounds like you want adventure in your life, so you're wanting to find someone who shares those interests. And as you get to know uh, another person that you're dating, you learn about them in layers and over time. So people usually put their best foot forward first, and you feel that infatuation, you feel that love, it's the love of your life, and in some cases, it is the love of your life. That happened to me, (laughs) so I can speak from experience. In some cases, it isn't. You know, they, you, they, they say you let down the hair or you find other aspects of them that kind of puncture that initial bubble. Oh, he doesn't like right. any adventure or he doesn't want to settle down. He's got commitment issues or yeah. I don't like his habits or I don't like his anger management problems. Um, like the first one, he's, he's almost perfect when it comes to safety, being a family man and yeah. just being dependable but he has no adventure to himself and he's the type to always be home so he's the good he's the house husband he's the good guy at home but you would feel unfulfilled so it sounds like neither of them are good candidates for you meaning both of them can be wonderful guys both you can you'll always love what you love in both of them it sounds like if you're willing, you could do a search. If this is the choice you're giving yourself, then it is either the the Elvis, you know, getting married at the Elvis church or, um, yeah. or having the settled, uh, the guy who's settled and wants a family. And many times there are trade-offs in relationships. Like when I married my husband, he had no... He danced before we got married, we got married, and then he had no interest in dancing. And I just said to myself, I love so much about him that I'll dance occasionally at a wedding or whatnot a few times a year, and that's okay because I love so much else about him. But some things are not. A, uh, some things would be a terrible mismatch if you do love a sense of adventure. Then someone who's a stick-at-home person, you know, who's settled, is a mismatch for you. 
But if you love a sense of adventure and the other guy is off running around with adventures and you want to get married and settle down too, uh, you know, that's a problem. What I can recommend, I don't know if you know, but I wrote a book with uh, Dr. Ed Locke, and it's about how to value yourself in a romantic partnership. And we have a whole section on how to make yourself lovable and then another section on how to choose, how to find the right partner for you. And we have Mm -hmm. things to look at, such as what's fundamentally important to you? Is that important to them also or to the guy that you're interested in? What personality can you live with? What would be make it a nice, uh, comfortable home to come home to rather than a stormy one. What about habits? You know, do they have habits that would drive you nuts? Or time management? Are they always late or always, they always need to be an hour early? Finances, you know, that's another consideration. Oh, yeah. Uh, appearance, uh, you know, sometimes looks can grow on you, but you need to somewhat be attracted to the person that you're going to right. live with. Fitness, yeah. do they take care of their health and fitness? Yeah, that's uh, such an important thing to me. You know, having a family, how many kids, who's going to take care of them? Uh, sexual visibility and emotional visibility, do you feel seen? And, of course, if there's any drug abuse or physical abuse or infidelity or um, they're a control freak, that would definitely be a no. We have a whole section in our book. So you could get our book on Amazon.com if you're interested. We titled oh, okay. it The Selfish Path It's selfish, the selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And selfish, we mean self-valuing, not the mean, rotten way to, to romance, right. but the self-esteem. So I wish you some luck with that. And I would consider other options, too, that you'll read about in the book okay okay i appreciate your time oh you're very welcome thank you thank you rebecca okay bye. this is dr ellen kenner on the rational basis of happiness toll free 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R that's toll free 1-877-DR-KENNER and my website is drkenner.com Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Romantic love is not mysterious. Its causes can be understood by looking inward at one's own thoughts and feelings. Researchers claim that love is basically a matter of brain activity with your free will and choices reduced to pushes and pulls from neurochemicals and brain systems. Your personal values and your mind, the part of you that perceives, reasons, and feels, are left out of the picture. Why would anyone believe that love is basically brain activity or that love is solely a matter of heart, of unanalyzable emotions? The reason is that emotions often do feel mysterious. They happen so fast. They are actually very quick automatic reactions involving your subconscious personal knowledge, values, and standards. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.